John wrote, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also, on either side of the river, the tree of life, with twelve kinds of fruit yielding its fruit each month, the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. John was brought by the angel to the river of water of life. He was brought by the angel to the tree of life. And from this tree were fruit and leaves that were for the healing of the nation. Today is the seventh and final day of the Easter tide. Today is also Mother's Day, and the text could not be more perfect for both. For the reading from Revelation, I want us to note that someone brought John to the water of life, the tree of life. He could not find this place on his own accord. He needed someone to take him there, to lead him there, to reveal to him the things that were there. This is the same for us. Our hymn of the day made it clear that from that tree of Jesus' shame flows life eternal in his name. For all who trust and will believe, salvation's living fruit receive. And of this fruit so pure and sweet, the Lord invites the world to eat. To find within that cross of wood the tree of life with every good. From the cross of Jesus, God saves the world. From the cross of Jesus, God has saved you. For the water of life that is your baptism united you with Jesus' cross, the tree of life. Your old sinful nature died, and a new man emerged. And as the water of life touched your forehead with these words, I baptize you into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God put his name upon your forehead. And as a new creation, you continually eat from the tree of life. This tree of life springs forth fruit to you for you to consume each and every day. Whenever you read the Bible in your home, you are partaking of this tree's fruit. For as you read, the Holy Spirit strengthens your saving faith that was aroused on the day of your baptism. And whenever you come to church to hear God's word, Proclaimed from this pulpit, you are eating this saving fruit. For the Bible proclaims that faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And every time you partake of the Lord's Supper, you are eating the body and blood of Jesus that was given and shed for you so that you may have life and salvation. Yes, John received a glimpse of eternity in his vision that the angel showed to him. 
But you also see a glimpse of eternity each and every time you receive Jesus through his word and sacrament. You are an eternal child of God as you walk through this temporary world. For through God's word, you see the eternal tree of life. Yes, John received a glimpse of eternity in his vision that God showed him. But this is also for us. Now at this point, you may be wondering, well, what does this have to do with Mother's Day? Well, God used our mothers as a key component in bringing us to the tree of life with its fruit that springs up for us. For many of you, it was your mothers that called, that called up your pastor and brought you as a little baby to the water of life that is baptism. For many of you, it was your mothers or grandmothers that taught you the Bible stories before you went to bed. For many of you, it was your mother who answered your questions about Jesus, about his saving us from hell and giving us heaven. Think about when you were a child. It was not your pastor who explained everything in a way that you could understand. At the age of five or six, I did not go to my pastor with concerns about somebody that I love that I knew wasn't saved. It was my mother. I remember her telling me that God loved this person that I was worried about. And I remember my grandmother teaching me about the creation of the world as she taught me and the rest of my Sunday school class. I don't remember my pastor doing these things, although I'm sure that he spoke to me and I know I heard him. But it was my mother and my grandmothers that relayed God's gifts to me. Many of you had the same experiences. And this puts our gospel lesson into play. In it, Jesus says, I do not ask for the twelve that I have made apostles only, but I also ask for those who will believe in me through their word. In this prayer that Jesus prayed on the night that he was betrayed, he prayed for all believers that would come after his death and resurrection. That's you and me. And how did we come to believe in Jesus? We believe in Jesus through the apostles' word. That is, we believe through the gospel. Remember, I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit calls me by the gospel. And for many of us, we first heard that word of the apostles, which really is the word of Christ, the gospel, We heard it from our mothers. When they told us that Jesus died for our sins, when they brought us to baptism, when they taught us how to pray, when they read us Bible stories at night, and when they answered our questions, our fears, with God's promises, when they made sure that we went to confirmation, 
and by everything else that they did, they were handing down the word of the apostles that brought us saving faith in Jesus. John writes of the purpose of the New Testament or the word of the apostles. He said, now Jesus did many other signs and wonders that could not fit into this book. But these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that so by believing, you may have life in his name. I am so thankful that my mother and my grandmothers did their best to make sure that I heard this saving word. Now they weren't perfect, to be sure. No mother is. But no matter what our mothers were like, we are to be thankful for them, and we should honor them. Even if our mothers were the worst people that we could ever imagine, it is still our Christian duty to honor them love and cherish them. I want you to notice something. God used your mother to bring you into this world. And even if that's the only thing that she ever did, maybe, maybe even if you never knew your mother, even if it's the only thing she ever did, this is no small feat. Pregnancy is not easy, and it cost your mother a great deal of struggle for nearly a year of her life. God used her struggle to bring about something very good. That's you. And he loved you so much that he gave his son to die for you, that you could have life in his name. If it weren't for your mother, you would not know the goodness of God. You would not have eaten from the tree of life. And if you would not have been born through the suffering of your mother's labor, you would not have been able to be born again through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This is Mother's Day, and we honor our mothers no matter what. For this is pleasing to God. And for those of you who had good mothers that did not know Jesus, I want you to think of this. Through your mother, as you were raised, God provided for your daily bread. You were wholly dependent on her for every sip of food, for every change of your diaper, for every bit of comfort in the pain that you did not understand. Through the arms of your mother, God took care of his little child. It may have been years before God brought you to the waters of holy baptism, but he used your mother in part to bring you there. Through her, God was providing for the needs of his child that he was calling unto himself. My parents always believed in Jesus if you pressed them, but they stayed about as far away from the gospel that you could and still believe. 
They went to church maybe a couple of times a year. But God used them to take care of me and my brothers. God used them to teach us right from wrong. He used them to provide for all of our needs of body and soul. Every good gift that my brothers and I had came from their hands. They even provided us contact with our grandparents that attended church on a very regular basis at least three times a week. And through those grandparents, I heard the word of the apostles by which on my 18th birthday, God put his name upon my forehead and he washed me in the waters of baptism. And then years later, God used me and others to call my mom and dad back to himself. They now gather weekly around the tree of life with every good. They gather around Jesus almost every week and regularly eat the fruit from it that strengthens their saving faith. And as a grandma, my mother is now praying that all of her grandchildren would receive the water of life in their baptisms. No matter who your mother is or was, God used her in some capacity to bring you to the place where you are today. And today, you are gathered in this sanctuary around the word of the apostles, the word of Jesus, We are those who believe in Jesus through their word. One last thing. If you are a mother that feels guilty for not loving your children the way that you should, the way that you should or should have, you are in the right place today. You are gathered around the word of Jesus. You have heard the forgiveness of your sins proclaimed to you today in confession and absolution. There is no sin that is greater than the tree of Jesus' life. As far as the east is from the west, so is your sin removed from you. And know this, God can work good out of your sin. It was our sin that put Jesus on the cross. But Jesus took his death that was brought on by our sin and from it, he gave us life. God cannot cannot only forgive your sin, but he can make you into someone who loves from the great forgiveness that you have received. Remember, she who is forgiven much loves much. Only Satan says that there is no hope. But through the word of Christ, we know that hope can spring even from the depth of the grave, as it did on Easter morning. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. We stand as we sing the offertory.